If you guys don't love me at my worst, you don't deserve me at my best. And today is one of those worst days that you better fucking love me. I want you to know that this phrase right there that I just said the last 15 seconds, those are the first words out of my mouth today. You know when you wake up in the morning and you kind of walk around the house for a while and then you go to say your first word of the day and you're like, damn, I really haven't talked in like 12 hours. You know, it's like you fall asleep, you wake up, you maybe, you know, you go just mindlessly go to the bathroom, you start brushing your hair, you brush your teeth, whatever. And all of a sudden you're like, holy shit, I I haven't said a word. I haven't said a word. And then you go to talk and you're like, oh my God, good morning. So I have good morning like voice right now because I had to wake up at the freaking ass crack of dawn and I don't even say the ass crack of dawn because guess what? The sun ain't fucking up. The sun ain't even up yet. But you know what sun is up? Mine. Yeah, my sun is up all the fucking time right now. I don't know if it's a healing thing. I don't know if he's just, you know, kind of still coming back from his surgery. But dude, I'm not catching a goddamn break at night and it's it's kind of killing me, okay? I feel like after a certain amount of months, like you just get used to it. You know, you're like, yeah, I'm up all the time. Yeah, what's up? What's good? What's popping? But then... It's days like today where like I'm looking around. I'm like, damn, can I, do I even have good vision anymore? I feel like I look at shit too much at night and all I have is night vision. I don't even have daytime vision anymore. You know what I mean? (laughs) So that is the tea for today. Um, actually going to get my Botox redone and I have a call today. I have two calls today. I got a lot of clients today. So I was like, you know what? If there's going to be a time to get this done, Y'all know I record on Wednesdays, so I was like, I got to get it done this morning. That's what you do. You show up. You know what I mean? So, anyways, um, speaking of showing up, you know who showed up last week is Archie. Archie showed up, baby. He did so amazing during his surgery, guys. I appreciate you all so much for keeping us in your thoughts, keeping us, if you're a praying type, keeping us in your prayers, and just overall uplifting us into just such positive energy because he did so well during surgery. Now I will say the hardest thing ever was seeing him after surgery, like seeing his little body on this like big bed. He was in like a crib thing, but still he was very small in comparison and just seeing him like covered in blankets, IVs coming out of him the the monitors, the beeps, like all these things. It just like transported me back to walking in the NICU to see Maddox. Like it was a weird time warp thing, dude. Like, I don't know if you guys have ever experienced this where you literally walk into a scenario that like takes you back to such a scary time in your life, which why am I saying, have you guys experienced this? Cause like, yeah, we fucking all have does shut up. <laughs> but it was one of those experiences in relation to the NICU that I hadn't experienced yet because the NICU like isn't something you you get triggered by at like a day-to-day basis, right? Like I don't walk into a Starbucks and think of the NICU, right? Like you have to be in a pretty specific situation to be, I hate using, I hate overusing the word triggered, but for lack of better terms, to be triggered by something like of that. So hearing the beeps 
seeing his like oxygen levels, seeing his heart rate being monitored, like, oh my God, it just, it really spiraled me into like fear. It was a weird, weird feeling. Um, so, you know, I bawled my eyes out, but then the doctors and everyone was so optimistic and they're like, dude, he is an outlier. Like they literally told us that he's an outlier for kids we've ever seen with chest tubes. Like he is a, he is a champ. And, um, after that, I just, I felt like I was so much better, but the only thing I will say like that, I got so scared of, and this is crazy. Okay. And this will go into like my review of the week when it comes to a show that I watched, I got so scared that the nurse was going to accidentally overdose him on like fentanyl or morphine for real. That was like a legitimate fear of mine thinking that she was going to like accidentally pull too much. So that, that was terrifying. That was absolutely terrifying. Um, luckily they didn't, you know, we're, they were good, but every time they went to like give him morphine, which it was only about two or three times, but they were like, okay, like I'm going to do it. And, you know, they chart it, make sure everything's in. And I'm like, oh my God, like, are you sure you're giving enough? Um, or should I say not giving too much? So he is doing great. I appreciate you guys thinking of him and it, it feels really good to have that behind me. Like for some reason I've gained like this sense of clarity in the past week that I feel like I haven't been able to operate in due to like this overhanging looming fear of that exact day, you know? And so it's really cool to kind of see it all come to fruition after such a scary experience, you know? And so if you're someone who Maybe you just found out something like you had a scary anatomy scan. Maybe genetic testing didn't come back normal. Maybe this happened to a member in your family. You know, you're, you're, you're struggling to support someone who's going through that. You're like, what do I say? What do I do? What, you know, whatever, you know, feel free to send them my episode, send them my story. You know, I know it's all relative, but you don't often get people that go through things like this that share it like I do because typically these people are just like your Facebook friends and they'll kind of be like oh baby's here thank thank God came out help healthy you know like you don't see the process and so I was very grateful to be able to document mine I hope I can be a testimony to anyone that pregnancy having kids um, even just like traumatic pregnancies like you can get through it you can find support you can become stronger because of it. You know, I've had two fucked up experiences like, and that, that's not a trauma flex. Let me tell you that if I could put my trauma back in time and not endure any of what I went through, believe me when I tell you, I never, ever would. I never, ever would. And I would never wish it upon anyone else ever. So it's very important to realize that when I share these things, it's not because, oh yeah, look what I went through. Listen, no, 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 no one's experience is greater than the other. Um, when it comes to like trauma, like, oh my, my trauma is worse. Like it's not a competition. And, and it's funny how, sorry, it's a sidebar, but it's funny how we've made everything into this competition in life. You know, like, oh, well I'm like more depressed. So like, you don't get to say that you're depressed. Sorry. Like, okay, I, I can still struggle in my own life, you know? And I feel like this way, especially with like celebrities, 
a lot of people will see see other celebrities open up about mental health, right? And they'll be like, oh, you're, there's no way you can be that sad. You have so much money. Like how, how rude of that, of like to say that to someone and dismiss their feelings just because their situation is different than yours. Now I'm not saying like, I wouldn't be wiping my tears with cash too. Like I, you know, I get the idea of like, while they have so much stuff, how can they be sad? But it's relative, right? Because you listening, you driving in your car, in your car that you own, you having AirPods to listen to this right now, you at the gym, owning a gym membership, you having a job and being employed, you in school and being able to afford education, that's relative of having things than someone who's currently begging on the corner right now for extra cash, right? So even you, people like someone who is homeless is looking at you going, how can they be sad? They have exactly what I would want. That's not fair. So just, this is a little sidebar, right? But just, I've really tried to be so aware nowadays that everyone is allowed to like feel all they need to feel. And if we're going to normalize mental health, we're going to normalize emotions, we're going to normalize, you know, oh, like listen to people, listen to what they say, then I don't think that that we should have a, a line of like, oh, well, you're kind of famous, so you're not allowed to feel that way. You know what I mean? So just th- think about that. A little food for thought, right? I know last week I left you with the inspirational idea that even Kim Kardashian takes a shit. And I hope that, that that was a little encouragement this past week for you. You know, the, the days got hard, the nights got long, and you're like, you know what? At some point today, yesterday, or within this week, even Kim Kardashian was kneeled over the toilet fighting for her life. And I feel like that honestly has brought a lot of reality into my life <laughs> this past week, for real. Okay, speaking of this past week, Haley Bieber's birthday, baby. Happy birthday, Mr. President. God, I should not be singing at 6.30 in the morning. But happy birthday to my president. Her birthday was on the 22nd. And um, she turned 26. I know, isn't it weird sometimes when you like, you love people who are younger than you? You're like, am I weird? Is that weird? Mm, I don't know. So she turned 26 and uh, rode, R-H-O-D-E, her skincare line came out with a birthday bundle as as well as the vanilla cake lip peptides. Now, these lip tie lip peptides are are pretty fucking good, I'm not going to lie. They are thicker, like it's a thicker gloss than you get from a peptide. So like the other peptides I have are like Polish Choice peptide gloss. It's a thinner um gloss, like thin Okay. So then, then you have road, it's like a little bit thicker and then you have Tula, which is like way thicker, um, their lip SOS treatment, but it's tinted and like colored. So if you're going for like a night out, Tula's is going to be like that bitch. But if you're going for just like daily wear, road's going to be that bitch when it comes to like lip peptides. So I was able to cop them. I literally had my phone up and my laptop up, got in on my phone right away got the duo, the birthday duo, and then the peptides on the moan, 
on on the moans on the moans on their own. And then I had it on my laptop. Dude, I don't know what happened. I waited in line, right? I was going to get two because I was like, dude, I'm going to give one away because I know so many people will miss out on it. I'd love to give one away for holidays and then give one, like give the extra peptide to my sister. So I went to check out. I finally got in again. So this would have been my second order, right? I go to click shop pay, like to check out even faster. And it, it rerouted me in the checkout line. Oh, girl, I was so pissed. I was so grateful I got it on my phone, though. But anyways, it was her birthday this past week. So I did get those. And I did not update you guys from last week because, like, it came out on Sunday, obviously, right? But I did get Taylor Swift tickets. We fit to be in the pit. Guys, I'm going to be in the pit. Me and uh, my mom friend, Kendall, which we've actually, like, never met before. So that's funny. <laughs> Like, I hope we like each other. Wouldn't that be like, I feel like you can't go to a Taylor Swift concert and like not end up liking each other, right? Like, I feel like the vibes are too high. The vibes are too high, but also we like align, you know, mom to mom. It's just, she's a great person. And so she copped the tickets for us and um, we're going on, I believe it's June 30th. So like there was a show July 1st that we we're going to go to, but I think we're going to the 30th um, in Cincinnati. So fucking excited. If, if any of you guys are going to be at Cincinnati, let me know. We're going to have so much fun. I'm so excited. Um, by July as well, or like end of June, right? My goal is to be done pump, like done pumping, LOL, done, done breastfeeding Archie by his birthday. As much as I would think like, oh, I want to go over a year. Oh, like I'll just go as far as this journey takes me. I found really solid peace with letting Maddox nurse the last time before his birthday. And like, I just felt like it was a really good way to close the chapter. And I actually got that tip from my friend, Jesse Tibbetts. Shout out to you, Jesse, if you're listening. She is a mom as well in our DBFT community, done multiple challenges, just fucking transformed, complete bad bitch. Like, I mean, the coolest girl mom ever. And um, she kind of helped me with my weaning journey with Maddox because I was so lost. I had no clue what to do. And so she gave me the idea of like how to, how she did this. And she was like, you know, I, I nursed my babies the last night before they turned one. And it was just a really special time to celebrate what I had done, you know? And I just felt that same way. I was like, you know what? My goal was actually my goal for Archie was just four months. Like, because I was already, I was like, bitch, I'm going to be burnt out. I basically just breastfed for a year just nine months ago. You know what I mean? Like I just got done breastfeeding. So I was like four months, let's hang on to it. Now here I am six months. I'm feeling good. Um, and so my goal is to make it to a year. So I think that going to Taylor Swift and having those experiences next summer, dude, beware and be prepared. That's a Lion King reference. Be prepared because literally guys, I'm manifesting this shit now. You will not know how to handle me in six more months. You will not. When I'm done breastfeeding, Archie is most likely sleeping through the night a little bit longer. I'm, I'm spray tanned up. I got, a, I got a good makeup routine. My skin's glowing. It's SPF time. It's bikini season. Six weeks to shreds. I'm doing my shred program. Oh my God, I'm going to be unfucking touchable You'll have to, you will literally like look at my stories. You'll have to like squint your eyes. You're going to be like, holy shit, she's glow. Oh my God, she's glowing. She is fluorescent. 
She is a fluorescent queen. That's exactly what you're going to say. So just be prepared in a couple of months, guys. Oh my God. I'm telling y'all now, I'm giving you trigger warnings, alerts, fucking straight to the iPhone notifications, the one that scare the shit out of you. I'm giving you all the information right here. Be prepared. Be prepared. Speaking of time and all that, guess what time it is, guys? Four weeks for gains. Four weeks for gains. You know, I'm already talking about six weeks to shreds. I'm talking about, you know, whatever. Four weeks for gains is here. And guess what's also almost here? The new app. We've had a few hangups with uh, Apple and Android. Damn, Android. Mostly Android issues. Fuck you guys. Um, had a little bit of hang up with submitting the new updates. So it's not rolling out on the first day of four weeks for gains, which I was like really hoping we would do it. Like in a perfect world, it was like, Hey guys, woohoo. Day one, new upgrade. Yeah. But it's not going to work out like that. So I apologize. It was a good idea though. You know what I mean? Like it's a thought that counts. So new app is coming out. This will be for every app user. Don't worry. But when you have like, when you're like in the middle of a plan and we're all together in the Facebook group, like I just feel like everyone's going to get the update and the Facebook group is just going to be swarming with like, oh my fucking God, did you guys see the update? Did you do it? It's awesome. There is not much user like user learning that needs to take place. So like if you are on the OG app right now and you get this new app upgrade, it's not anything that feels too foreign. You know what I mean? Like if it still flows, just like the app used to work, like it's not like a brand new interface. That's like a completely new everything. Like it, it still feels natural to what we're already used to. Right. There's a few buttons that you kind of have to be, Oh, that, so that's how I do that now. Okay. Yep. Noted. But it's like two things. And it's so, again, it's so easy because there's the buttons, the original buttons are in the similar space of now, like editing, like maybe deleting a set, adding a set, um, taking out, uh, sets, reps, adding in timer, you know, on a certain exercise, all that stuff is done at the same place. It just like looks a little bit different. So I'm very excited. But if you guys have not, um, if you guys have not purchased four weeks for gains, this is your sign to do it. I'm leaving the link up today because I always do this for you guys. However, the reason I do it is because I know times in my life where I'm like, oh, like I, I don't need it. You know, I don't need it. I know it's a, I know it's a flash sale, but like, you know, I don't need it. It's all right. And then all of a sudden the sale is done. The company is rigid, right? Like they're like, Hey, sorry, it's over. And then I'm sitting here twiddling my thumbs, like literally almost shaking, pissed off at myself that I didn't take advantage of it. You know what I mean? Like I was like, fuck, really should have done it. So that is why I'm leaving. I always leave the link open an extra day. So four weeks for gains still open. 48 hours, 72 hours now. You're welcome. $48. Um, Facebook group, mini challenges. The first mini challenge is already up. Um, the goal for this week is to do one to two morning workouts. Just a small like goal. I feel like a lot of us are always like, oh, I wish I could wake up earlier. It's like, then do it, bitch. Then do, then fucking do it. Look at me. No, I'm just kidding. I ain't that special promise. Waking up is fucking hard, but 
I'm adding a $25 Starbucks gift card to it just for funsies. Like, let's just have a little mini goal this week, right? We have another one next Sunday, another one the following Sunday, and then another one the last Sunday of the program. So it's really fun. You guys will get a discount for six weeks to slay. And you will also get first access to coached spots as well as just like entering the challenge. So it's a really great place to kind of get ahead of the curb. And between the end of gains to the beginning of slay, there's only like, there's like less than two weeks. Like it might be like 10 days. So you guys will be in a really great spot to just like keep chugging. Like no questions asked. You're just like in accountability mode. So think of it as like we have six weeks for slay, right? That's six weeks of programming plus do four weeks for gains. That's that there is your, there's your next 10 weeks of life laid out for you right on my app. Fucking easy, mindless, show up to the gym. You don't even have to think about it and you will make progress. I I will always put that behind my programs. You will progress. You will progress. So anyways, very excited about that. It with four weeks for games and all that also becomes calendar time. Can you guys believe that it's time to, to calendar shop? Does anyone else get kind of like excited for that? Am I the only one? I can't be. I love a good calendar. I love a good calendar, a good planner. It's planner shopping. Okay. So I don't really, you know, I usually do. I did passion planner co before. And then I did, is it called Aaron Condren? And then last year I did Lily Pulitzer or however you say it. And I just, I'm really struggling with the dimension and the size of my planner. So if you guys have any planner recommendations, I'm going to put it on the story today on the brunch with Desby Instagram. Make sure you follow it. Drop your favorite planners. Even if it's just like Target, like just let me know where are we buying our planners this year? Because ever since 2020, I had been apprehensive about buying a planner. Like it almost felt like this odd energy of like, don't buy a planner because you won't actually be doing anything. And that did kind of happen to me this past year because with Arch, all of Archie's appointments, like my ultrasound, dude, we could do nothing. We literally could do nothing even on like the weekends because we'd have to travel and it kind of sucked. So let me know where we're calendar shopping this year. I'm pretty excited. Um, I do know though that my friend Courtney, let me look at her, um, Instagram while we're sitting there, sitting here. She makes her own planners and I bought one as well from her last year. Let me look it up. Sorry. I, I, this deserves a small, small business shout out. Co is it co-creates creates. Okay. Yep. Co-creates co. Co co creates period co co creates period co. Now she just got married. She does this small business for fun. So there's not any recent updates, but keep her on your radar. Cause I really loved my planner from her. Like really, really loved it. It was great quality. But again, because she's a small business, it wasn't like there was a lot of quality or I'm sorry, quantity. So, um, don't, don't like take my word that she's going to do planners again, but definitely keep her on your radar. Cause I really, really loved my um, planner from her last year with the end of the year approaching new goals, new year goals, 
postpartum goals, whatever that looks like is coming up as well. I will have an episode on that. Really looking forward to diving into not maybe just like what my goals are and sharing some of those with you guys, but also encouraging you to make your own and also the mentality behind making goals. And I don't want to go off on a tangent yet, but there is such a limiting factor that we place on ourselves when it comes to saying what we want to do. Right. And so like, I want to just like break you guys out of that. Um, and so can't wait to talk about that. And again, I just, (laughs) it's amazing that it's already that time of year to like start making a new year's resolution, you know, like whatever it might be. But I will say my, one of my resolutions was to stop using filters on Instagram, like on Instagram stories specifically. Also even just like photos, videos, even TikToks, like just stop using like filters, you know, other than like, if it's fun or sometimes I want an aesthetic. Okay. Like I get that, but here, here's the difference when they, when they're altering your face, right? If they're altering the, how big your lips look, how slim your face looks, the shape of your face, the shape of your eyes, your, your overall look when it's altering that and you don't look the same with or without a filter, that's crazy. So I told myself, cause I was using these filters that they were just altering my face just enough where like you couldn't even notice it to where I didn't even notice it. And when I would open up my phone without a, without that filter on, literally I thought I was so fucking ugly. Like I'm so serious. Like I didn't realize how much filters were affecting how I felt like I looked, you know what I mean? And it was like really sad to me because I, you know, I always, I've never looked at myself and have just constantly been that degrading of myself. And it was, it was bad. And so I encourage you to stop using filters that are altering your face. So I've gone, what, it's November, almost December. Well, it's December, almost, yeah, I guess. So almost 12 months since I've used my last filter ever, like on my face. I think I technically stopped before Christmas last year, but I knew I wanted to make it a goal for like the rest of the year too. And I'm not stopping. I can't even put a filter on my face anymore because I'm like, ew, like I think it looks ugly. So real recognize real. And might I tell you this no filter also includes the Paris filter, which everyone uses my, I used to, too. I don't, I'm not dogging, but when you swipe right on your Instagram story, it doesn't alter the photo, doesn't alter the colors, but it clears your skin and it softens the image. I don't use that one either. And I just want to make that very clear. The only reason also I got inspired to do this was not just to love myself again, like literally, but also because if, if I'm going to sit here and review skincare and promote taking care of your skin and, you know, and promote these products that I love, how, why am I going to like smear my face to look perfect? I mean, if it is great, because guess what? I have pretty damn glowing skin, but that's because I'm, I'm really showing you that, right? Like how am I going to be a skin influencer, LOL, and not show you guys my real skin? right? Isn't that kind of an oxymoron? Like, oh, use these skincare products, but I'm going to use face altering, facial blurring filters, right? Like it just, it rubbed me wrong to you guys. So I was like, I want to be better. And that's what my better was. 
Um, all right. Last few things I want to tell you is my Amazon lists I worked on in the hospital. Guys, I got you guys hooked up. Um, let me actually pull that up too. On my Amazon storefront, I made some lists. I have a gifts for him, gifts for her, gifts for kiddos, and then stocking stuffers. I made all of these um, in the hospital while I was, while I was not busy at all. <laughs> so I have some really good items there. Now, here's the thing is like, if you go to any of my gifts or like, I'm sorry, my, uh, lists. So I have one that says jewelry and fashion, all good things, child, baby, child and baby faves at home, fitness, my bedroom, treat yourself, body training, nail tips, postpartum pregnancy, essentials, cleaning items, nail prep, nail application, any of those could be gifts, right? So if you go through those and you find some stuff that you like, add them to cart or add them to your wish list, send it to your family. I feel like that's the easiest way to shop nowadays, but I have you guys covered. Um, and I have some really good things in here, especially gifts for him. I feel like we all struggle. What do I get my husband? What do I get my man? I have, I have like maybe 10 items in here, but they're all like really good. Like they're good, like different gifts different gifts. But, um, if you're not getting your Christmas shopping done yet, you probably need to. The one thing I will say, this is tomorrow. Okay. This is a tip for you every year since let's see, maybe like 2016, every Monday, cyber Monday, Ethica, E T H I K A Ethica, they do a major cyber Monday sale. And I always get Wyatt like seven pairs of boxers. And then I get tie some too. These are the best boxers ever. High quality. They have like really cool prints and designs on them. They're really great. So if you are looking to get your man something, go get them Ethica underwear tomorrow. Again, that is a Cyber Monday sale. Go check them out right now, like in your browser. I don't know what time the sale starts. I don't, you know, I don't know. I haven't seen details yet this for this year as of right now, but Ethica Cyber Monday sale is always great. Cyber also the code cyber, by the way, works on our DBFT merch right now. We have brand new holiday merch. You guys are going to love it. Um, some cute little designs. I thought it was adorable. My graphic designer really made my ideas come to life and, uh, she always slays. So shout out to siren script, Brooke, you got, you rock. Okay. Reviews of the week. First off Yellowstone. Didn't get there. Yep. Didn't, yep. Didn't get there. Didn't get there to watch it. I had so much editing to do, um, with my videos, my Paragon try on everything in combination. I was like, yo, I can't watch Yellowstone. And cause my plan was to start it during Archie's surgery. I literally had six hours and I couldn't even start it. I then had an overnight in the hospital. Couldn't even start it. But what I did finish is love is blind. And wow. Was that finale not fucking crazy like everyone I kind of thought would say like get married said no. I was just shocked. I was shocked. And then these allegations come out about um SK virtually like having a girlfriend or like was it borderline fiance the whole time and like no one knew. Then it comes out and then Raven put on her Instagram story the other day how like you know we've decided to go our own ways but like, I can't say much due to legal proceedings or something. Is she suing his ass? Like what, what, what legalities are going, like what legalities come with just cheating on someone? 
with all due respect. Like, I'm just curious. Like, what what are we going after him for? Did he sign a prenup? Like, I need to know. So, anyways, that is the tea there. Um, the reunion, though. Oh, my God. I got to take a sip of my coffee. Woo! The reunion, though. Oh, my God. Mm. You know who looked like shit? It was Cole. And that was really sad. Now, here's the thing. I'm not saying Cole said, didn't say fucked up shit. But the empath in me, the way that you could see just like, I mean, he looked terrible. Like, he looked just sad. You know, like he looked, and I say this with love, he looked kind of unkept. And I'm not going to sit here and act like I know him. Maybe that's just him. But from the show to then, he just looked so sad. Like he didn't look as lively, you know? And he was just, you could tell he was shattered. You know, I genuinely think, yes, he said some fucked up stuff. But I, I do really think he was just that ignorant to not realize like even what he was saying and I felt so bad when he said like how he if he could do it all over again he'd never go on the show and he was like crying he was like I ruined someone's confidence like why would I ever want to do that like on purpose or you know whatever he said and it was just so sad um and then Nancy and Bartise I mean that whole thing was crazy too I don't know I just think it's crazy because I was like watching the show these people are 25, 27, 30, 31, you know, and I'm like, I couldn't imagine me doing that right now at my age. Like, I feel like I'd be embarrassed. No offense, but I'm like, I just couldn't picture myself being on that kind of dating show at like my age. However, I'm an old hag, not really, but in my, in my brain, I'm like, yeah, I'm like 40. So I can't do that. <laughs> um, okay. Bachelor in paradise, or I'm sorry, bachelor. Is it bachelor in paradise? Some, some bachelors on right now. Is it? I don't even know. Honestly, I just got on Twitter for the first time in like years. I barely get on Twitter anymore. And I still see all these people tweeting about the bachelor franchise. I don't know what they're talking about. But like they're talking about people and I don't know if maybe the trailer came out for the the bachelor and that's what they're talking about. But are you guys doing okay? Still watching the bachelor? Cause I feel like I had to stop, dude. It was frying my brain. Like I, I enjoyed it during COVID during quarantine and even like Katie's season, I kind of got through Gabby and Rachel's season. Like I tried, I, I genuinely just loved Gabby. So I tried to like watch as much as I could but it's, it's frying my brain. Like the way that the, the show just goes about producing, I just fucking hate it now. So if you guys are still watching the bachelor franchise, like, just let me know, like if you're doing okay, I feel like it would just rot my brain. Um, okay. Last review of the week. Love is blind or I'm sorry, not love is blind. I talked about that. I'm like, um, did I say that capturing killer nurse capturing might be the killer nurse. This is from Netflix and basically it's about like this guy who was a nurse and he was killing his patients in putting in digoxin, which is like a heart medicine, 
used to treat heart failure, but also promotes heart failure if you don't need it in an overdose, obviously. He putting it in there are like IVs and killing them, poisoning them. Like the slowest painful death ever, the most inhumane for just no like no reason. It was crazy. Like if you guys had not heard of that story yet, you definitely need to um watch it. It, it there's a documentary on Netflix and then there's also like a movie they must have created around it. I watched the documentary first. Highly recommend. It was fun to watch. Another recommendation for the week is Where is my Jet Pepsi? The crazy shit. I've never heard of this story and I don't know if you guys have, but it has to do with the Pepsi points and Cola Wars back in the 90s and uh, kind of takes you back in this like time warp of advertising in the 90s, what the 90s vibe was. And um, man, let me tell you, I kind of wish I was an 80s baby. Like if I was just born even like 10 years before, I feel like I would love it because the 90s look so iconic. Like if there's anything I remember, I was born in 95. I remember the early 2000s, like the 2000, the 2001, 2002, you know, that fashion, that vibe, the nostalgia, the Sears catalogs for Christmas, like iconic, right? But I wish I could have seen the 90s because the way that everything was just elevated then because we were just tapping into like marketing and media big time. I think it would have been so fun to see. So where is my jet Pepsi? Highly recommend. I don't even want to ruin it for you guys because if you have never heard of it, you it's so fascinating and it's crazy. So definitely recommend that. Um, there was one more thing that I, I watched or tried to watch, but I'm going to be honest, I don't remember right now. Last part of this segment, I swear to God, I talk too fucking much. For real. I feel like half my episode is just like random, but like, I'm cool with that. I hope you are. I, I just love, I just love talking. That's why I have a podcast because I don't shut the fuck up. And actually there was a post about that last week. I put on my brunch with Desby story that it said, I need a pod. Like it was a tweet and I, it was like, I need a podcast. I don't shut the fuck up. And it was like, for real. That's why I have a podcast. Can you imagine like the amount of like times I want to just rattle off on my story just to like chat. And I'm like, can't do that here. This isn't the space. This isn't my safe space. So I like, I'm like, have to wait till Wednesday. And I have all this pent up energy of like, oh my gosh, I got to talk about this. I want to talk about that. I've been wanting to talk about this. It's like when you finally call your best friend and you can just unload on them. That is literally you guys. I'm like, oh my God, I can finally talk to my brunch gang. I got to like, let them know every single fucking thing under the, under the sun today. So yeah, sorry about that. Skincare corner. Ding dong, ding dong. Coming at your door. I actually shared this on my Desby page this week, which by the way, let me just, let me just tell you, if you don't follow me on like to know it, you're missing out. I've been really trying to share more of my stuff on there. Um, because I've, (laughs) I think I said this a few weeks ago. I've had like to know it since like 2017, but I never understood how to use it. Never understood it. Like, I'm like, how do all these bloggers do it? I have no clue. So I've really, it's, I've really learned to do better at it. 
and I've enjoyed it. I've been able to like post some pictures and share like where every single product is from. And what I also like is I've been able to find like dupes or I've been able to find what's cheaper. So it's like, here's what I'm wearing. But also like, if you want something similar for like $20 cheaper, here's this option too. Like I like putting those in there, right? So like my hair curlers, I'm like, Hey, here's what I use for my heatless curls. But like, also I'm going to like plug an extra one too. That's cheaper try it if you want. You know what I mean? Like I love that. So make sure you follow me on like to know it, but I did share this on my Desby page the other day. Um, and I also have it linked in my like to know it is where I was getting, where I was going. Um, moisturizing. I feel like we all go through this phase in the winter where our skin starts to change and we notice our legs getting scaly. Maybe our face starts to dry up too, like the climate changes, at least for us Midwesterns, Midwesterners, all right? I don't know where the fuck you're from right now, but if you're in Florida and you're like, oh, I'm sweating all year, good for you. Good for you. This isn't a message for you, said with love. But I've really found the holy grail of moisturizing. And I actually started this last winter. Like this was my first winter trying it. It was last winter. Because I actually, funny enough, at first, I was putting this oil on my belly. Like, I was using it as belly oil. And then I was using a lot, and I went through a whole bottle in, like, a month and a half. And I was like, yeah, this shit's too expensive for me to use on my belly. But let me tell you, it worked. It felt really great. But I ended up using Tubby Todd Mama Belly Oil on my belly. Okay, so just, like, a little, a little sidebar, a little note. But... I used this uh, marula oil, marula oil. It's from Drunk Elephant. And I noticed when I mixed it in with my beauty sleep moisturizer at night, or even when I was putting like lotion on my legs, I just put a few drops. I felt so much hydrated for such a longer duration. And I like doing it at night because I feel like overnight it just soaks in. And that's when your skin is repairing. That's when your body's rejuvenating, right? So it worked out really good. So this marula oil... It's not going to clog you. It's just going to deliver a nice glow, nice healthy glow in a really deep rooted moisturizing technology, right? It's going to really sink the fuck in your skin and it's going to bring out all that water that it can and it feels really good. Think of it kind of like hyaluronic acid. That's the goal of hyaluronic acid, right? Pull those deep water stores out and, and hydrate your face. Kind of the same thing with this marula oil. It's going to go deep and really penetrate to pull out that hydration that's necessary, right? So I really love it. Um, I put it on my actual beauty sleep top. And as I pump the moisturizer out, I wish I get it all on my, on my hands and then I put it on my face. So I don't like use the dropper on my face. I already put it on the moisturizer. Does that make sense? If you don't have a pop top like that, what I would do is just put it right in your hand. Don't try to drip it on your face only because like it, it's oil. It just runs really fast. So I'd rather you get the most out of your product um, and mix it in with your moisturizer in your hand. One of my favorite oils. Um, I will also say if you've had sensitive skin or you're finding yourself with more sensitive skin, I have been using some of Paula Choice. Paula's Choice calm line, C-A-L-M, calm line. And this is made for sensitive skin, aimed for like redness, dryness, all things combined. And honestly, great products. Like every time I've been using them, because I just want to test them for you guys. Every time I've been using them, I've found my skin 
just like not reacting at all. Like no redness, no nothing. Like not that I ever have reactions to anything, but it's just like the natural, like, Hey, I'm washing my face. Like my face is going to get a little bit ready. I'm rubbing it and whatever, but these calm products just do feel very soothing. So, um, if I can link them, I will, if I can find them, it's just calm, calm by Polish choice. Love it. It's brand new. And I'm, I'm really liking it for you guys. So, okay. The rest of the episode, I wanted to tap into something that I've been struggling with lately, being in the moment, being in the moment. And I don't want to give it all away right here before we do our little cute, like eh, intro. Um, but I want to talk about it because it's just been on my heart this week. And I wanted to do a advice, advice column this week, but I didn't get around to asking you guys. So I will do it today on the Instagram. I'll put the advice from Des B. This is basically where you guys just like write in anything and I give you my advice back. This is just, this is unbiased. This is fun. I'm not your therapist, but if you need one, I know a guy. And now is the time for our ad. And this is our partner, a better help. Before we officially get into today's episode, I did want to thank my partners, Better Help. Because of them, I have been getting better with help. BetterHelp is an online teletherapy program, and within a 72-hour period, you can be matched with your own personal therapist that is applicable to you and what you are going through. This is an app that is directly on your phone. You're able to communicate with your therapist right then and there, and they are also going to be licensed to you based off of your location. So this isn't a, this isn't no funny business. This isn't no, you know, not qualified people helping you. These are educated professionals there to listen to you. If you use code DESB at checkout, you are able to get 10% off of your first month, or you can use my link betterhelp.com slash DESB and you will get 10% off of your first month. I've been with BetterHelp for over a year and a half now and it has just really been a home away from home for me while I'm able to stay in my home. There's not a lot of licensed professionals near me that I would feel comfortable going to. And to be honest, I don't have the fucking time. So to be able to hop on my app and schedule a call when it is available to me is pretty huge and pretty awesome. So again, with code DESBY, you can get 10% off of your first month. And you can also click the link in the show notes description box link in bio and follow that as well. You'll fill out a questionnaire. And like I said, you'll be matched with a licensed therapist. So thank you, BetterHelp, for sponsoring this podcast and get better today. Mm-mm-mm. Good gracious. Goodness gracious. Mm. Sorry, whenever I get talking, I don't, I don't get to drink my coffee. And it kind of pisses me off because I got this nice cup of coffee in front of me and then I never get to actually drink it because I'm talking. I feel like that would be the one positive about like if you're in person recording a podcast, like for example, girls got to eat or something, right? Being able to like take turns talking or like, you know, you kind of can signal to your counterpart like, hey. I need to take a drink. So like they carry the podcast for a minute. I feel like that's a positive. 
Speaking of girls got to eat, I do want to tell you guys real quick. I follow this sex therapist couple on Instagram and I really love them. Um, and there is a new episode coming up with girls got to eat and it is with them. Um, it's like her name's Vanessa and I don't remember his name. I'm going to be honest, but they are two sex therapists. They're actually a couple as well. And I'm just really excited for the episode because they actually have their own podcast. It's called pillow talks. And, um, I just love their content. I love learning from them and it's been really helpful for me postpartum, um, with just like reading some of their stuff. So highly recommend, um, that is on girls got to eat podcast. And again, that should be up this week. I think they, they posted the teaser yesterday. And again, this is like as of Tuesday, right? So it should be up this week today. But I do know that last week they also had a episode with Chris Stefano, which he is my secret guy crush for like the rest of eternity. Ever since girl code, you guys know the vibes. Chris, Chrissy chaos is daddy. Like honestly, for real. <laughs> um, okay. So being in the moment, oh my God, this is so tough because I found myself lately always thinking about what's next. So like even, even the other day, I found myself thinking about Maddox going to school. Right. And I'm like, Oh my gosh, like, am I going to want another baby? Am I going to like, I was just thinking, I was just thinking out loud. Right. And then I kind of stopped myself and I realized I'm like, why am I even thinking about that right now? I know it's, I know it's just, we're just entertaining like this random thought that pops to our head, but I feel like entertaining it makes us not appreciate what we have in front of us. And let me tell you, it's an active thing you have to like do, right? It's natural human instinct. I feel like to think in the future, right? Even like, what am I going to do in a year? Okay. What, what's my business going to look like in a year? What's, and you know, I think that like these things are important to think about, but not get hung up on. There's a difference between being prepared for the future and overthinking the future. Because in the moments that you're sitting in, you might be so tired of whatever you're doing. Like I found myself last night, you know, getting up with Archie. And I'm like, God, I just want to throw him in the wall. Said with love. If you're not a parent, that sounds crazy. (laughs) If you're not a mom, that sounds fucking insane. If you're a mom, you know, you know what I'm talking about, where you just wake up. You're like, why are you up again? You know, (laughs) Uh, that does sound, that sounds so psychotic. Oh my God. Um, but then I, I, I always reframe that in my mind. Like when I'm going to get him, I have to put in my mind almost like how grateful am I to be able, how grateful am I that he needs me right now? Because Maddox going to bed and sleeping in his own big bed and not waking up in the middle of the night, I technically see him less, right? Like in the overall total day, when your child starts to sleep through the night, when they start taking naps during the day, when they're in their own bed, right? They're in their own bedroom. That is the start 
of independence. So there's only this small amount of time. And this is just for parenting, right? I'm going to relate this to everyday life, but there's only this one small glimmer of time where you're with them all the time. And slowly that starts to fade away and you don't even see it happening. But then it passes and you look back and I feel like you're constantly like, could I have done more? Could I have been more present? Could I have done this? Could I have done that? And it's actually a mind fuck if you really sit down and spiral about it. Because you almost start to like find guilt. And I don't think that's the goal. That's not the goal of being in the moment is to find guilt in the past situations. But I think when we focus more on being in the moment, we can look back and go, wow, I really carpeed the fucking DM out of that. You know, I really seized that day. Because time's going to pass. Time's going to pass. But we always want, we always want what's next. And then we have what's next. And we want what we already had. See, let that sink in. We always want what's next. And then we get to that. And then we want what we had. Yeah, it's almost inevitable. But why is that? And how can we be better at that not being the thought process, right? I'm going to take you back. And I feel like we've all had this feeling if you're someone who had ended up going off to college or whatever it might be, you so badly want to go to college. And then you're in college and you're having a banging time. Like, don't get me wrong. College is a fucking blast. And then you're almost graduating college and you go, wow, I was just in high school. I would do anything to go back to one more week in high school just for fun. And then you graduate college. And here I am. I, gr- I graduated college in 2017. That's almost, f- that's five years ago I graduated. And now here I am. I'm like, man, I would do anything to go back to college. Even though I wanted so badly to be graduated and I wanted to be this like adult. Now here I am. I own a home. I'm very grateful to own a home, right? And I find myself, and I talk to Wyatt about this all the time, I miss living in an apartment. Why? Why? Because when I was in an apartment, I would have died for a home, right? When you're in the apartment, you're like, man, fuck this shit. I wish I had a home. I wish I had a backyard. You know, all these things. And now I'm like, man, I wish I had an apartment. I wish I had a maintenance man I could fucking call. I wish I didn't have yard work. I wish I didn't have... Uh, so much storage to where like stuff just adds up, right? All of a sudden you're like, where did that come from? I got to throw that away now. You know, it's so funny how it works like that. And here I am 27 and I sat in bed last night and Wyatt and I were talking and it was actually the, where's my jet Pepsi? We're talking. I said, isn't that crazy that that was 25 years ago or what at the time when they were recording, they, they were like, oh, yeah, that was 25 years ago, 24 years ago. And I said, that's the year I was born. I'm 27. And then I like said it again. I'm 20. I'm 27. And I said, I'm almost 30. 
I, bro, I'm almost 30. I'm not scared of turning 30. Like, I, I'm not like, oh, I want to be in my 20s. It's not about that. It's just like the time. 30 years of life. Isn't that crazy how fast it goes? And then you factor in when you have kids. Oh, my God. Time speeds up four times. Four times as fast. It, it's just not fair because then you realize how fast you grew up because you see another growing up too, like another you, right? Like your offspring. And you see them grow up so fast. Like I look at Maddox and I look at what he even looked like when Archie was born. Like when we brought Archie home to now, that's six months. Completely different kid. And then it makes you realize, oh my God, it's six months. It just doesn't, time just goes by way too fast. So how do we be, how do we be better in the moment? And this is something I've really been actively trying to do. When I find myself getting stuck in previous times, sometimes it sucks me into like the upside down and I get sad, dude. I will almost get borderline emotional thinking about the past. And I kind of referenced this last episode by saying um, it was around, I think, 55 minutes in last week's episode, maybe 56. I mentioned about how the old you is not coming back. And that's hard for some people to understand. The past you, whether that's the, t- that, the, that's the yesterday you or the one year ago you or the five years ago you, you, we have to stop hanging on to her because she is never going to return. She's not. It's so relative to what your life was and what it is now. If I kept chasing the me, even dude, if I chased the me three years ago, this would put me right around like when I got pregnant with Maddox three years ago, I believe. If I kept chasing that me, I wouldn't even be able to elevate in the way that I have, right? That me before didn't have kids, didn't have other responsibilities that I've just, uh, you know, accompanied over the years. Naive. I would even say borderline ignorant to like other big world things. I was still learning. I was young. So when I found myself getting caught reminiscing, I also have to go into reminiscing with like a special mindset and just honor what had happened. I think that's the difference. Don't waste emotion on it. Don't cry about it. Oh, I'm so sad. I'll never be in college again because that is when you get sad about it. But how can we memorial, memorialize what we've gone through? So I feel like resh- reshaping and reframing the way we look at memories is important because we can look at them and really go, wow, like, look at me in college. I really, ha- I really had an amazing experience learning X, Y, and Z about myself. And wow, that was such a special growth period and really got me to where I'm at. You know, just having a different way of looking at memories instead of creating this idea of like, oh, I wish I could be that again. 
Because that's when you do kind of create like a false sense of sadness in your current reality. You might not be sad, but if you like look back at memories with this mindset of like, oh, I wish I could be her again, you like will get sad, right? And you'll kind of like look at your current reality and think it's like worse than it is because you're memorializing a different time where like you might be looking back at a photo and kind of placing you back in that maybe specific moment, but you also in that photo, in that moment, if you were to go back in that real time moment, you took that photo, you probably were fucking stressed from school. Maybe you had someone, you had a guy fuck you over. You're pissed, you're sad, you're also depressed. And you've been in that current photo you're looking back at. You're wishing you could be where you're at right now looking at that photo. Right? Isn't that kind of weird? You're in the photo smiling, but in that real time moment. And for me, 2017, I'm smiling graduating college, almost about to graduate. I'm smiling and I'm wishing, Oh, I just wish I was older. I had two kids. I had a house. I owned my own car. And that's the exact girl that is now looking back at that photo, wishing she was her again. Right? Like how can we be better in our current reality? And again, it takes, it takes literal mind power. You have to like physically and mentally work at it every day being present. And I found for me, I've gotten way better at it. I think Wyatt has balanced me out a lot. He's very, he's a very laid back in the moment guy. Pretty much type B, right? I'm very type A. I'm overanalyzing. I'm thinking. I'm planning. But Wyatt has really brought this side out of me of just like being with the flow, going with the flow sometimes, not all the time, but I'm getting better at it and I'm being more mindful of it. So I feel like the more that I've placed myself mentally going, okay, here's today. Like, here's what I need to do. Here's, here's how I want to be. Here's whatever. And if I don't get something done today, because I would rather lay down with my kid and watch a movie or so, you know what I mean? So be it. If it's a, if it's a negotiable thing, like, oh yeah, I could get this done today or I could work on it a little bit and finish it tomorrow, whatever. If it's negotiable, I'm going to put it off because I don't want to look back at this day and go, man, I really should have done more of this. I really could have done more of this because these days and in this point, I'm specifically talking about like also like being a mom, you only have your kids this little for the shortest amount of time. I think there's even a quote on like Facebook or something it's like an audio clip. I think I've heard it. And it's like, you only have your kids little for four years, four years out of their whole life that they get to live. Only four years of them is kind of like by your side. Cause then they start going to school and then they start going to high school and then they're in elementary school and then they have soccer practices or they have practices of some sort. And every day they're getting ripped. Oh, oh my God, dude, I'm gonna start crying again. They get ripped away from you more and more. Not like on purpose, like ripped away from you, but they grow up so fast. Like, bro, I'm fucking crying right now. <laughs> and it's crazy because you evolve with it. So like in this moment, 
I'm thinking about the future, right? And I'm thinking Maddox going to school or Archie going to school. And I'm like, how am I going to do that? How am I going to send them to school? Like, I'm going to miss them. Man, I'm crying like a bitch. Whew. But then you like get in that moment and you just do it, right? Like it feels right. And then you're in the moment and you're like, bye, love you. Like, and then they come home. Oh my God, bro, I'm crying. And they have like these stories to share with you. Oh, I made a friend. Or like, here's what I made in art class. Like I made it for you. But it just goes by like so fast. And I just know that the me right now taking photos with Maddox one day I'm going to blink and we're going to be at fucking kindergarten graduation. You know what I mean? And I'm going to look back at these photos in this current moment, right? And it's just going to be like a time warp of like wishing I could go back to right now. But how can I more so be so present in these moments? In any moment we get to have in life. This isn't just about kids either. I know I'm crying over mine, but (laughs) this could be anything for you. Anything for you listening. How can we sit in this moment and just be so fucking present and so fucking grateful that when we look back on it, we can look back and go, you know what? I showed up 100% in those days of of his life. And I'm so grateful that I called off work and had a sick day with my kid. I'm so glad that I got off work and I might have been exhausted, but I took him to go get ice cream. I'm so glad that I skipped the gym and I went and saw my grandparents. Do you know what I mean? Like, how can we be as present as possible in these moments? It doesn't mean it has to occur every day, but we get so caught up in the things that are going to take us to the future, which is great, which is great. We need to focus on how we can be better and create a better life, right? Like I hustle every day so that my kids can have a great life. You know, I hustle every day and I work my ass off. So one day I can surprise them and go to Disney, you know, because my parents couldn't do that for me. And that's, that's okay. But I want to do that for my kids. So I'm going to work my fucking ass off to do that, right? But at what point am I working so hard that I'm also missing out on them right now? At what point are you at the gym so much that you haven't seen your grandma in six weeks? At what point are, are you at work overtime 
and you're not taking care of your marriage. And I, and I, let me tell you, I totally get financially. It's like, I got to put in the hours. I got to hundred percent get it. But I'm, I'm saying there's sometimes that stuff and we've all been there where we, we do too much. Like sometimes I'll notice I'm like, Oh, I got to go like make this TikTok or, Oh, this would be a good video. And I'm like, am I, am I going to die if I don't make, if I don't upload that video? Like, no. So never mind. I'm going to go play with my kids instead. You know, it's like making those small decisions once in a while when we can. It doesn't mean that every day it's like, oh my God, sacrifice something every day, be present. It's not that because the, the, the hustle in working also will reward us. Right. So I'm not again, like, I'm not like, don't put in the work, fuck your boss, call off sick. I'm not saying that, but you understand the, uh, the underline of like what I'm trying to say. Right. It's like, at what point are we overworking and not living? Just think about it. Think about how it pertains to your situation. Cause again, this is going to look different for everyone, but how can we do better? How can we do better at being present to where when we look back at those memories, we can be proud of them. We can be happy with them. But because we lived them so fully, because we lived them to the absolute fullest that we could, we felt like we pretty much could. We don't look back and we don't have regret. We don't have regret And we also don't even want to go back there because we're like, yeah, bro, I lived that. I lived that. Hell yeah, I lived that fully. I don't need to live it again. I crushed it. We're always going to have this sense of sadness on previous experiences. Like, I'm not saying that, oh yeah, live it to the fullest. You're never going to miss it. That's, That's not what I'm saying either. But there's a difference between like missing it and being like, oh man, that was such a good time. Like my wedding day. Oh, that was such a, that was one of the best days of my life before I met my kids. But like, also, do I wish I could go back? Like, sure. Who doesn't wish they could go back to certain memories? But am I going to allow that to like sink me mentally? No. It's like, oh, wish I could go back, but wow, beautiful day. Glad I lived that to the fullest. Okay, cool. Cause guess what? I, I have a beautiful life in front of me right now. So to have that, like just different mindset of looking back and not always looking so forward. You know, I found myself the other day even saying, I wonder what my next house will look like. I've been like looking at home inspo for like the holidays, how to decorate. And some of these homes are just so, you know, gorgeous. And like their decor, I mean, they just, they spend fucking buckets on decor, right? And I'm like, man, I wish my home could look like that. Like, I wish it could be cozy and have like these like lights everywhere and like have all the garland and the all white walls and the like pillars and these big, beautiful tree. But guess what my home looks like? It looks like a fucking Midwestern home. That's, (laughs) that's literally what it looks like. It is the epitome of a Midwestern home. But I found myself going, man, I wonder what my next house would look like. Or even, even I wish my house looked like that. I wish my body looked like that. I wish my family situation looked like that. But when we start to do that, we, we dismiss what we have in front of us. 
Can you imagine? My house would slap me in the fucking face if she heard me talking about her like that. Oh, I, I wish I had a different house. My, my house would literally fight me. Like if my house could grow fists, they'd be in my face. Like I'm literally looking at the walls right now. I feel like they're hearing me for real. I feel like I'm creating an omen in this room. I'm sorry, house. I love you. Thank you so much for providing me safety from the outside. So when we start to like put ourselves in that thought though, it's like, why am I wishing away right now? Because say I get another home, right? We're in, in my opinion, like why and I, like this is our forever home for like the kids and stuff. But like, say that we were to like move, right? Just say five years from now, we get a new house. I, by wishing that thought, I'm wishing away five years of my life, right? Oh, I wish, I wish I could, I wish I could um, be sending the boys off to prom. I'm just throwing that out there. Why the fuck did prom come up? I don't know. I'm looking at my buff bunny collection dress for this weekend and I just thought prom. But by me wishing, oh, I wish I could send him off to prom. All of a sudden that moment is here and you're like, damn, that's how fucking fast it goes. Be careful what you wish for. And that's what they mean by that. Because you say it before you know it, it is right here. Sometimes I wonder if I'm living in a fever dream. I'm like, are my kids actually older? And I'm just stuck in the past, like dead ass serious. I get fucked up sometimes. Like I'm not even high. I can't even smoke weed. I can't even do mushrooms. I can't do anything. I am sober as a gopher and, and always have been like, I'm not someone to really do a, a ton of drugs, like respectfully don't care, but I just, I don't, I haven't tried a lot. Don't want to, but like, I have these weird thoughts and I'm like, imagine if I was high on top of it. I would be miserable. I would be so scared for my life because I create these crazy scenarios in my head. Maybe it's just a mental illness. I don't know, but I could spiral about it. Am I in a fever? Is this fucking real? Am I real right now talking to you? I don't know. I don't know, but I'm going to pretend and I'm going to live in this moment right now that I'm talking to you guys because even just a few years ago, April, 2020 was my first podcast episode. And here we are now episode 149, 150. I don't, I don't really know off the top of my head right now. What the fuck? That's, that's a lot of episodes. Uh, and guess what? All I did was blink. I still remember sitting at my desk, my tiny ass desk that I talk about in episode one. And even if you go back to episode one, two, three, four, five, my old episodes, you hear the change in me. You hear the confidence. I would even argue to say you can hear the gratefulness. Like you can hear the change in my life in audio. And I think that is so powerful because I remember sitting in that desk, sitting at that chair, recording my first episode. I didn't really know what I was doing. I was just like, I'm just, I guess I'm just going to talk. I had Maddox in my belly. Like I was, I would have been, let's see, four, eight weeks pregnant. Maybe, maybe nine. Actually, when I recorded, I was about eight. Crazy. Like I can't, I just can't believe that that's, that was my 
reality in that moment. And I look back at some of those photos, like when I first recorded ever, I, you know, took photos in my little headset and stuff. And I'm like, woohoo, like first episode. And I look at it now and I'm like, you, you have no idea where you're going to be in two years and don't wish it away. But I can also look back at those moments, like during COVID, during my first pregnancy, during even just in general, ever since I got pregnant, I really can say I have been so much more in the moment. And maybe it comes with motherhood. Like, I don't know. I don't know the right answer, but I know that it's something you do have to work at. Because it's not natural to be in the moment because we live in such a world that you're either crying over the past because you're sad at something you did or you miss it or whatever, or you're overthinking the future. I swear, we either have depression or anxiety. Like, because we're either sad about what's happened, which makes us, again, sad about our current reality when maybe we shouldn't even be, but we're so caught up in this mentality of missing what had, ha- what had been. And then we get anxious for the future. Both of these emotions relative, sadness and anxiety, sadness and anxious thoughts, normal, right? Like we're always going to have that. I'm, this isn't a place where I'm like, be happy, never be sad, never be anxious, never be depressed, never be, that's not the goal. But what, what can we do to just better suit ourselves of having a better mental approach for both of those things, both of those things? How can I look at the future and be more, let's maybe call it even excited, less anxious, but also like look at the past and be more happy and proud, not sad. But then at the end of the day, come back to this current moment and sit in the current and not worry about either past or future. That's what I want to keep being better at. Because if I'm already crying about my kids going to fucking school, I'm going to be crying the day that they choose to go away for college or whatever it might be. And I don't even want to think about that shit right now. So I'm not. (laughs) But it's like life, life will happen. And it will happen fast. So I just encourage you as we wrap up this year, as we head into a brand new year, I don't want to use the cliche, you know, new year, new vibes, but it really does give a sense of like a time clock restarting, right? So start to think about how do we want to frame up this next year? Mentally, where do we want to be? How do we want to, how do we want to feel mentally? How do we want to go about the future? What do we want to start doing every day? How, how can we be more present? What, what will make us feel better? Just start asking yourself those questions. And when you think of it, when you think of a quote answer, or you think of an idea, write it down. Pull open your notes app and just say, you know, new year. Make some bullet points. Journal every day. Journal once a week. What What is it? And, you know, I did challenge my client this week to make a note to herself for next year. This week, write a note to yourself that you'll read next, you know, Thanksgiving. So just for example, but you could write one today or this week, what you would read before, you know, next December 1st or whatever it might be. 
And there's actually a website that I've used before in high school. And also, um, uh, I used it, I think a few years ago, actually. And I got, uh, I got the email and it was like, I want to be, I want to be a bodybuilding.com athlete. I want to like all these things. I wonder if I can pull it up. Okay. I don't see it in my, um, inbox, but it is a website called dear future me. And it's so easy. It's like literally just type in future. I'm sorry, futureme.org. You can make it private. You can choose a date when you deliver it. It goes right to your email. You can do six months, one year, three years, five years. You can choose a date. Highly recommend. Like I said, I, I've definitely only done this like maybe two times, one time in high school, one time back maybe 2015 or something, but I'm going to do it this week. And I encourage you guys to do it with me because it's all about being able to then reflect on what has happened and be able to look at the growth that you've had and not be sad about the growth you've had. Right? So just think on it this week. Just think on it this week. This is like a a weird topic, right? Because it, it is hard to quote, be in the moment. There's so much going on, especially today's world. Our brains are always working. There's always information being thrown at us. We're on TikTok. There's new things every 15 seconds. Like it's a lot, but calm your mind. Take a minute, 30 minutes on your phone, off your phone in the morning. First hour of the day, no phone. How can we get in tune with our present self? I just want to challenge you. Cause I want, I want to challenge me too. Thank you guys as always for listening. I hope that you walk away every Sunday with something, whether it's a laugh, whether you're crying with me, (laughs) whether you just maybe learn more about me, whether you, it sparks an idea in you, or maybe it makes you think, you know, I'm going to call my grandma today, whatever it is. I hope you walk away truly with something every Sunday. It doesn't always have to be this like life-changing lesson. Even if it's just a laugh that you needed. I hope that every episode can bring something to the table for you as a listener. I really do. I love you guys. Have an amazing Sunday. We'll be back next week. Advice from Des B. Make sure you go to Brunch with Des B on Instagram and insert the advice that you need. Have an amazing Sunday, guys.